welcome to the Kendi and Rainbow podcast, episode 52, recorded in Kendi's box room. Welcome here today to another sad chapter in the Kendi and Rainbow podcast. Another good man has gone today. During the week, terrible news reached me and the many fans of the podcast in that our beloved Kendi has fallen victim to love. <laughs> he took a notion during the week that the right thing to do would be make an honest woman of Nicola. So he tore on down the bookies because that's where she is most of the time. <laughs> and he whipped out a ring, tried to force it on her finger. It was too small. Couldn't even do that right. <laughs> Kendi's gone. Sorry, folks. I hope he's up there with Sean O'Reilly. <laughs> A taken man. You're making out like Sean's getting married as well. <laughs> well, it might as well have been Sean getting married. <laughs> Thanks, Ray, for that beautiful intro. Yeah. Um, I was uh, <laughs> sorry to everyone out there. I had to do it, Ray. I had to make the move. It was 12 years too long. It's too fast. And also... You're moving too fast. Maybe I'm moving too it's fast. way too fast, man. <laughs> like, that's not the way you do things. Right, you, what, you wait 20 years? At least. You don't even know the woman. Yeah, but back in the day, they used to say, hey, I have something grown in me. Will we may get married? Now, luckily, that didn't happen to me. What are you on about too fast? Too fast. They were all getting married at 18 when they were saying, oh, Jesus, you have to live with something. I don't approve. <laughs> yeah, but when they were 18, they'd know each other 18 years. No, they didn't. They did, of course. They met at a dance. Right. They did not know each other. They met at a dance and they went around the back of the hall. Where did you meet Nipola? I met Nipola in school. Right. I remember, I remember seeing her for the first time. She stood up at the front row. When I went to secondary school, it was the first time I was in a mixed school. Mm-hmm. And the hormones were baiting out of me, man. I was just turning 13 or whatever. And, jeez, I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. I didn't know whether to rip it off or fucking... <laughs> <laughs> and look at you now. <laughs> I saw her stand up at the front. That was I swear it, to God. Yeah. She had your heart from there on in. She did, from there on out. And uh, she kept it, and I can't find it since. Right. So, but I had to do it, Ray, also, because I had to lock this shit down. This body had to be taken off the market because uh-huh. it was getting, um, I'm not sure if it's true or not. I heard there was like candlelit vigils and shit going on around the time. A lot of people had a bad reaction to it now, in fairness. A lot of young ones meeting up, yeah. ate ice cream and crying. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, oh, we got to get planned the wedding. So, no, can I ask you, so how did you do it? Do you mind telling the podcast? Because a lot of the podcast listeners uh, now wouldn't know the crack. Will we crack a beer before I tell you the story. Let's yeah, enjoy sure. it over a all beer. Right, all right, okay. I'm eating a Prospect Craft beer. It's a, it's an amber ale. You're having a Pilsner. Lake by the ocean or something. Cake by the ocean you're Cake. drinking. I can't even get it out. What have you got it in a gape? <laughs> Some sort of a sock. There's a sock on my beer can. I put a pair of socks on it, man. You got to wrap your beer, man. But it says, does this beer make me look skinny? Yeah, that's what your mind says. Give me a beer and tell me I'm pretty. Oh. So it's just to make the two of us feel good. And you don't get a cold hand on you. You don't. But you don't get a cold hand. Isn't that good? Yeah. But also, the beers are ice cold, which is... Thank God Thank on a God. day like today. This Gracie again? This is Gracie again, fair play to her. We're drinking, lo- Grace brought too many beers at home, so we're drinking all hers now. That's mighty. So, uh, oh, that's nice. Are you enjoying that? That's lovely. Woo! Come on, lad. There you are. Now I'm drinking at Amber Love Islanddale. Mm, very. <laughs> Glad to see you're keeping up with it. Oh, you bitch. That's Isn't nice. It nice? <laughs> that's savage. <laughs> 
So anyway, let me tell you the story. Yeah. Uh, Kendi wouldn't be known as the most romantic fella in the whole world. No. So I had always told Nicola, shut up. You're never getting married. But this shit ain't happening. Mm. All right? You make it on a different train, this one's not going to the chapel. Yeah. She stuck right? it out. She oh. stuck it out. I think she had come to terms with us. Right. Um. Then I, t- I said, look, I might as well do it. I, I got a change of heart, I think, at the age of 27. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is probably going to happen. So she hadn't a clue. I, man, I had the worst week of my life, Ray. Why? Trying to hide shit from her. Nothing gets past Nicola ever <laughs> in the world. Right. She knows everything. Even if she doesn't know it, subconsciously your brain is telling her to look for something. Mm. Right? That's the way she works. She I, could see it deep in your soul. Well, she can see it behind her. These beers are getting windy straight away. <laughs> Burping the two of us. <laughs> Uh, on the Tuesday, man, mm-hmm. this room that we're in right now, where we record the podcast, is also where Kendi does all his accountants. It's the sanctuary. This is where everything happens. Yeah. This is where the magic happens. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't sorted out receipts and all that kind of stuff in a long time mm-hmm. for my accountants. And uh, Tuesday, I picked up the ring and I said, I'm going to hide it in here and Nicola never comes in here. Mm. And uh, I came upstairs then, Tuesday afternoon, and uh, Nicola was in the room searching saying, I'm getting your receipts done because it's driving me demented that you haven't no, done it yet. No, she had a feeling. No. That's what it was. Women have feelings. Something told her. It was a big sweeping statement Women for me. have feelings. But sometimes, <laughs> you heard it here first. Sometimes men have feelings too, Ray. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I feel, you know, fair feelings. play to me. Yeah. Sometimes you feel fair play to you. Mm, time. That's how it works, Ray. It does. That's the magic of, of life. The love of God inside us. Go on. <laughs> she, how did you get rid of her? She came in and I couldn't believe she was sifting through everything. Drawers, everything. I had a hidden in a base bag, but I was nearly certain she was going to look in that as well. I said mm-hmm. to her, "Let's get these accounts done now." So, if you want to do it, she was wondering why I was getting so vexed. Yeah, I was saying we're banging this out in twenty minutes. I don't give a shit, and I'm I'll get all everything together. You. When just did do. you start the accounts then? Well, that's what we did. Oh, I thought you said you were banging something out for twenty I minutes. I tell you, I'd already banged her head off the fucking table, man. <laughs> Not a good way to start an engagement. <laughs> but anyway, violence. I managed to get her out of the room then, mm-hmm. and then. It, again, she was drawn back to him and she was like, this room is like gravity to her that day. Mm. I said, I'm going off gigging there now, Nick. She said, that's grand. I'm going to go up by a few bits and pieces to do on your computer. <gasps> I said, Nicola, if you go near that fucking room, I said, I have stuff not saved on that yet. You can't touch that computer until I come back. Right. And again, she didn't suss us. Mm. But she was just drawn to it the whole time. It was the mo- My heart was palpitating doing the gig. I Usually I gig for an, two hours. I did an hour and a half inside Fiddlers and I got out of there again. I was I can't be waiting around here. Yeah. Waiting for her to go up into that room and have a sift. Yeah. So I then uh, came home, got into bed, got her into bed so that I knew she wouldn't be sifting around the house. You, put her, the you put her to bed? I put her into bed. I said, right. get into that bed, into the cot. She definitely knew something was up then. No, she didn't have a clue. She didn't have a clue. I woke up the next day, says I to her, she has a nice morning. Uh, I'm up in the morning, which doesn't usually happen. I thought that What time of the day was this? It was about 10 o'clock. <gasps> That's the middle of the night. She should have known. She should have known something was definitely up. What is Kendi doing up at 10 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. I didn't know there was a 10 o'clock in the morning until I decided I was going to do this. <laughs> right. How did you feel? Someone said to me, why don't you do it around the morning time? Yeah. I said, t- they said 10 o'clock. I said, is there a 10 o'clock? Are you sure there's a 10 o'clock in the morning? Says I, I've seen it that night. Yeah. I woke up. I said to her, geez, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing up early, uh, Nick, but it's kind of a nice day. We got to Strand Hill. Hmm. And says she, yeah, that sounds really nice. I think she was almost aghast at like, geez, we're going to do something nice. Yeah. She got shown the first bit of affection and love ever in 14 years. <laughs> and she wasn't going to look a gift horse in the mouth and say, no, thanks, you're fine. I know. I That's what I think happened. She was like, I'm hmm. not going to mess with what's... I'm going to take this bit of, you know, yeah. affection. Yeah. And I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah. And then we got out to Strand Hill Beach. There was about 200 Spanish students doing a, swim, uh, doing a surf lesson. All right. 
And I was going, oh, Jesus, we have to keep walking here. So yeah. we kept walking way, way down the strand. Did you not want anyone to see you doing this? Yeah, I didn't want anyone to see me. Okay. I was going to book out the beach, but you can't do that. Apparently. No, you can't. <laughs> and uh, Nicola says to me, she's we're gone awful far down the strand. We've never come this far down the strand. Mm-hmm. I said, ah, no, it's just that the tide is in. It looks like we went further. We walked miles to get away from everyone. <laughs> that many Spanish dudes. I had to get It away. was like the Spanish Armada all it over was again. All, I tell you. <laughs> There was old fellas having palpitations on the beach because they thought that we were getting uh, we were getting attacked again. <laughs> so it was like Normandy. Go on. I went down and uh, I got down on the one knee. Go on. I said... You got Sandy? I got fair Sandy on the right Sandy. knee. Sandy. And I said to her, uh, should we do it? And she says, right as well. And then that was this. Is that the way? Is that word for word? It didn't get emotional, so I don't. You just up. said we'll do it, and no. she said you might as well. Yeah, it didn't get emotional, so don't ask her if it did or not. I'm, did you cry? I'm hard as rocks, me. Did you cry? It didn't even mean nothing to me. I was like, <laughs> you cried. I didn't be tits. Falling out, yeah. I didn't be arse cry, man. Don't be listening to her when she says that. Uh, but that's what we did, and then, you know, we spent uh, five days literally not knowing what's going on. Yeah. And now we're sitting here and I'm talking about You're it. You're talking about it. It was chaos. Yesterday, we went to go over for two days, enjoyed the crack. Yesterday, her parents said, why don't you come home and we'll have dinner, the four of us. Mm-hmm. I said, that sounds great. I landed back. Half a cast of Plunkers, half a Common was out in Nicola's back garden for a party. That's lovely. I was going, oh, Jesus Christ. Did they all bring presents? Listen, this is the great, everyone brought presents and that's the great thing. Ray, I'm trying to say a pound in this wedding, man. Mm-hmm. I don't have to buy wine. We have copious amounts of bottles of champagne and Prosecco. And by the time you get around to Marion, it'll be all vintage stuff. Oh, they'll be going, gee, that's 2019 bottle. <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah. But come here, the excitement has been five days worth of savage excitement. Yeah. And now it's a bit like, well, we have to try to plan the fucking thing now. Yeah. Open up the wallet. Mm. You forget about that Into part. the credit union. Yeah, you forget about that part, man, that you have to do that. So this is where the nightmare... But the great thing is me and Nicola are very much splitting the... Wedding load, let's call it that. <laughs> <laughs> of which I'm sure there'll be many. <laughs> be several wedding loads. Listen, I'm sitting here worrying about the important stuff. Like, I'm saying, right, we better book a hotel, book a band, get a date. Nicola said, I'm after finding the chocolates that we can give to people at the tables. <laughs> I was like, Nick, But what? you need someone. You're thinking of the big things. She's what? thinking of the small things. What is she on about? We are so far away from putting chocolates on the table. Mm. We have to book it. We don't even have a table yet to put the chocolates on. How are the hot fuss lads going to react to you not booking them? Listen, the amount of messages, Ray, I got saying, are you going to book Ireland's number one top premier wedding band? But anyone else that you book won't be Ireland's number one premier top number one wedding band. We are on a search right now as we speak. Send in your messages. We want Ireland's second best. Second best. The second best. Best. Number two. Number two. Silver medal wedding band. Yeah, mm. so if you think that is you, yeah. please let me know. Yeah, that'll be Gorilla Radio now texting immediately as soon as this episode goes out. <laughs> we will be holding auditions uh, down Fiddler's Creek. You can come in, set up all your gear. Uh, I'll sit in front of you like Simon Kennedy, and uh, we'll decide who Ireland's second best band are. Or I could just book Ireland's best band. Hot Fuzz. Book Hot Fuzz, do it myself, save a few pounds. Yes! But how vexed will it be if I charge myself a fortune? <laughs> Which was Mark O'Reilly that would be charging you a fortune. Yeah, but also... And I know full well he would. Oh, he would, man. That, and you know something? When he'd be arguing with you with the price, he said, I can't not have you getting paid. Yeah. Or not getting paid. He'd be saying, I have to pay boys. Yeah, pay boys, including you. Like you. I'm looking out for you, Kendi. What I'm going to do is try and bargain him down to a, a ridiculous price and then up my wage <laughs> to him. Yeah. Here, Mark, I'm not doing that win for less than two grand, right? Yeah, no way. True, true. 
will there be some sort of an application for him coming out for best man? Get your let if you think you could be Kendy's best man, lads. Anyone out there, let Kendy know. I'm gonna be in there. You, hey, I'm gonna apply. Ray, I'm gonna there's a form, I'll give you the form after. Do, please. But I'd listen. like to is there anything you're particularly looking for on my C V? Um you have to have been engaged five times already. Right. Uh so three, you went prior experience yeah. of, of marriage related yeah, stuff. Yeah. You wanna have three failed marriages. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I mean qualities, I mean skills. I'm good at doing I might be good at doing a speech. Okay. I talk about you like. Yeah, speech is good. You have to be able to big Kendi up. Oh, yeah. That's a big you, one. I'm always bigging Kendi up. Yeah. Just the whole country think you've a massive accoutrement. Yeah, because That's of all you. thanks to me. Well, okay, that's a good point, actually. The mm. size of my Mickey is a good, that's a valid point now. I, it's been fierce difficult to get you to pause in your story. Go on. There was reaction to this event. Okay. I just wanted you to try, I wanted to try and walk you through some oh, of Oh, sweet, it. yeah. Yeah. So, folks, um, I got a lot of reaction. The first bit of reaction was I got a voice message from Sean's Riley. Oh, and Sean doesn't make many appearances, especially now that we've also lost him to he's a, dead. a young one. Yeah, he's dead. Really, he's so. dead to us, essentially. But this was Sean's reaction to, to Kendi's um, n- upcoming nuptials. Lovely. Ray. Ray, I'm, I'm just after getting your message there. Surely that's not true, hey? Nicola told me herself she'd never marry Mark. Like, they're just friends. She told me they're just friends, like... <laughs> Just hang out. Surely, Shirley's not getting married, is he? He's, he's not, is he, Ray? Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, that's the end of Mark. No more gigs, no more pints, no more football. Oh God, he was a great lad. Just the best of time for that fella. <sighs> Can't believe it. That's it, devastation there now. Sean, I'd still play football with you and and go drinking pints. Don't you th- listen, when we drink pints, Sean, I promise you I'll take off the wedding yeah. ring. We can still shift all around as <laughs> the two of us. Don't worry about it, boy. <laughs> now the man came in then, then I got kind of reactions oh, then. Yeah, I got a couple of reactions here. Right. Mostly from ex, you know, contributors Girlfriends. to the show. Oh, no. no. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Here's here's one. Here's Noel Kenny. Noel Kenny decided to chime in. Uh, Noel had him back on a couple of episodes back. Oh boy, Noel. I'm shook. Absolutely shook. I don't know what to say. Still news that hit me now like a ton of bricks. I don't know what to say to you, lads. We'll just have to remember how we used to be. I'm just able to tip out there whenever he wanted. I'm an old pint. No doubts, medics. You forget about that now. Tea and toast here on in, I'd say. I don't know. Let's if any of you want to talk about it or if any of you are thinking of doing the same thing. Just give me a ring, we'll 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 talk about it. We'll get through it together, lads. Poor old Mark. <laughs> <laughs> this is I feel like I'm reading the old obituary. No, this is your, this is your life type of stuff. Kenny, this is your life. Oh, that's good crack. No, in fairness. So yeah, that was that was young Noel. Then Shawnee B. Oh. Shawnee B came in with one. Shawnee B. Bro. Yeah, you ready for this? Yeah, hit me bad. I'm, I'm in tears myself. <sighs> Mark Kendy. Mark Kendy singular. Gone. From the man we knew. I remember him in his prime, baby dancing, 
Wickets up in points. Down in wickets. Some men. But that man is gone. He's settled. <sighs> we'll never see him again. He's already changed. Just can't believe it. <sighs> so hard. Love you, Kendi. Listen, man. All them think they think all I do is drink pints. That man, that man went and done a whole production. He added his own sound effects and everything. <laughs> no, that's what happens to some people when when they start getting emotional. That sound just comes on in the background. <laughs> yeah, okay. Alexa knows. Yeah, <laughs> and it kicks in. Kicks in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now to wrap this up. Now this is the penultimate contribution to your eulogy. Who's this? Okay, the eulogy. Your eulogy. <laughs> This is um, from one of your closest friends. Just heard the news on Midwest. <laughs> and I'm shocked. Oh, Mark. You know, he was a nice lad. Take as a wall. I mean, take. I reckon he broke the record for staying back in sixth class. He just couldn't make it. And he broke a well by about three, four years ago. <laughs> But all in all, nice lad. You know? Even with the way he looked. <laughs> he just troopered on. Just troopered on with heading him. And now, he's getting married. I just, I really am shocked. I'm so shocked that anyone would have him. <laughs> That was Derek. Jesus Christ. Derek took it bad. Listen, there's a reason I stayed back all those years, man. They wanted me to play. They, I had to play senior football. <laughs> it's a national skill. That's the only reason, man. They wanted me on the senior team. Um, Are we going to hear from the young ones next week? Uh, the young ones. Well, I was afraid to put any of the young ones on. There was a multitude of young one input. Yeah. Like, I got, I must have got a thousand, if not 1,500 Listen. voice messages. All, all I can say to you girls is it's not over yet. Me and Nicola might get divorced. Yeah, see, I, I think the, the fear of Nicola's reaction, that was right. the, that was what was putting girls off, actually committing right. to appearing on today's show. Right, okay. Yeah. There was yeah. one more contributor. Oh, was there? Yeah, well, you Jeez, see... I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed, Ray, with this. <laughs> yeah. We, we put the call out to Buzzy Ganyan. Oh, Jesus. But Buzzy's gone to ground. Oh, man, he's going to want to play the wedding now. Yeah, he is, you see. Oh, he's going to want to play the wedding. But he's gone to ground. He he wasn't able to send me, because I don't think he has the kind of phone that can record. Right. So he couldn't send an audio note to me. He's on 35 tonight, I He's think. on a 35 tonight, yeah. yeah. He's on Nokia. And he's okay. on call credit as well. Right. So I don't think he had the call credit to do it either. No, he didn't pay, yeah. But Ready one man that did have call credit, and that did have a smartphone, right. Shawnee Shovels. Shawnee Shovels came in. Shawnee Shovels, throw you this message. Lovely, Shawnee. Jeez, I'm... Kenny G. Johnny Shovels here, how are things? I'm after getting the news. And fair play to you, you finally did it. You're getting hitched. And I said that the pair of you met a mighty couple, and sure, when I seen you in at the Christmas special, before you fucked me out, that was. <laughs> I says, there's a fine couple. Well, I'm sure that you're going to make Gabo a very happy man. Huh? Fair play to you. What's that I mean? see you at the wedding. What do you call me? Does he, Gabo? <laughs> That's a different personality. Wait, no, does he think we're getting married? <laughs> does he, does he think we're getting married? Do you think it's the two of us? Shawnee shovels, you ape. It's not the two of us that are getting married. I wouldn't go near that arse. No way. Oh, no. 
I wouldn't say I wouldn't thank you for it, Shoddy. Did you enjoy that now? That's beautiful. I mean, the tribute's pouring in at that, man. It really shows you. Yeah. That uh, you drank too many pints with too many fellas. You did. Come here, I forgot to tell you one other thing that happened actually over the week that we were celebrating. What? Myself and Nicola went to Galway for two days, like I said, and uh, we were in Air Square and we were just about to leave Galway and we were like, Jays, that was two lovely days out of reality. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Not gigging, she's not working, tremendous. Mm. And we were sitting down in Air Square, the sun was splitting the candy, and uh, I looked up. Some bastard had left his rap out beside us. His wrap out? His wrap. His, his sandwich. Chicken fillet roll. Yeah. His, right. An actual sandwich. Like, right. Not like, it's not a euphemism for a stalk. Right. And, um, <laughs> Which is also a euphemism for something else. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> and um, you can't do that in Galway because birds, seagulls, go, the place got flooded all of a sudden and I looked up to see a seagull coming over. I'm not joking, man. A bird shite straight down into my mouth. <laughs> I felt this fucking thing on my lip, right? Oh, no. I felt this fucking thing on my lip. And it was so romantic before that. And I looked at Nicola and I couldn't close my mouth. I was like, did that just fucking happen? This is fucking... There's a fucking mouth. A fucking bird is shit in my fucking mouth. all Nicola's Christmas is coming once. And I, could, I didn't want to touch it with my fingers either. So no. I just went like... Oh, no. <laughs> it was disgusting. Was it bird shit? It was bird shit, man. A oh. bird shite straight into my mouth. Ashley Young style. It was awful. <laughs> it was Ashley Young. Did you ever see Ashley Young plays right back for Man United? He was giving out to the referee going mental on, on TV. <laughs> Roared at the referee. A bird shite straight into his mouth. <laughs> I thought Ashley Young was some sort of a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> it was into that sort of thing. No, oh. it's not. It's a footballer. It's, right. it's a footballer. Oh. Get the mind out of the gutter, Ray. <laughs> huh? Get the mind out of the gutter. <laughs> Holy God above. <laughs> oh, Lord. Right. We'll go completely off the subject of your upcoming nuptials. Yeah, we better start talking about it. And we'll go to something else. Go on. I went to see Stevie Wonder. Lovely. Did he recognise you? No. <laughs> now. Now. <laughs> I wonder, did they ever play an awful joke on Stevie Wonder? You wonder. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's very good. Imagine, though, if they, if you could play awful jokes on Stevie Wonder. They already did play a terrible joke. It was the worst video I've ever seen, man. What was that? It was abuse. They made Stevie Wonder take a basketball shot at they a high not. school. They did not. You start YouTube, Stevie Wonder takes basketball shot. Everyone that's home right now. It was awful, man. That's abuse. <laughs> I mean, he very evidently did not score. He doesn't know what a basketball net is. Yeah. He's never seen one. I wonder how many Stevie Wonder gigs have they done where they've just put crowd noises through the PA. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie play. That's bad. I shouldn't say things like that. Yeah, put in the 80,000 tape. He won't know. He yeah, won't know. he won't know. Yeah. No. yeah. Oh, he thinks it's in a smaller venue tonight. Put in the 20,000. That's the thing, yeah. That you could do if it was a smaller crowd. You know, yeah. back in the days when Stevie wasn't doing so good. Yeah. That man could be playing big gigs all his life. Yeah, he taught that. Yeah. Yeah, put in the Wembley tape. Yeah. He'd love it. <laughs> I think that's it. And he's playing inside the living room. That's wrong. The, the tickets were very expensive. No, sorry, one more as well. Yeah. There is another joke that's playing on Stevie. Go on. The bastard that dresses him every day. That's true. My God's above. You think you, if, he, if his sight ever comes back, you go, what the hell? What? He has a beard, right? That's just one mustache that goes all the way around all of his lip. The whole <laughs> way around the bottom lip as well. Who is dressing him? And you should be ashamed of yourself whoever is dressing him because you're skitting laughing and it's not right. That was said to me. I, was, I happened to uh, go to the gig with Derek. That's right. Because Derek bought the tickets. He did. And he bequeathed one on me. He did. He said, do you know what, Rebo? I'm going to bring you to see Stevie Wonder. And I said, this was months back. And I said, thanks very much, Derek. That's very mm. nice of you. 
So I bought him pints all night to try and make it up to him. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, you don't have to buy too many pints in the three arena to make up the price of that ticket. I want it one pint. <laughs> <laughs> Man, them Dublin prices are a disgrace. 6.50! Ah, come on. We bought four pints of Heineken and it was 26 euro. Jesus, man. That's shocking. I mean, you have to go into the credit union every time you want to go out, like in Dublin. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. How did it do it? But it was, um, so there were expensive tickets, mm-hmm. and Stevie started off with the worst song in the world. What's and that? it sounded like shite. I don't even know what it was. I don't no think anybody way. knew what it was. No way. It was a terrible song. She's a bad way to start. Yeah, and then he, he pushed into the hits, but the sound wasn't great. No, the sound's never great in Three Arena. It, it was once. But when was it once great in Three Arena? It was one magical night. Go on. When we went to Pablo Mancini. Pablo Mancini. Well, Paolo Mancini. I do call him Pablo Mancini. <laughs> you went to see Paolo Mancini one time. I did. Up in the three arena, and yeah. it sounded tremendous. Go ahead. Burst ahead of you. I've never great. heard. I've never heard it sound unbelievable in three arena. Well, that was the night where I went. Hold on a second. This is a great spot. Uh huh. Yeah. And ever since then, everybody, I've kind of looked at them and gone, Ah, come on, lads, you can do better. No, yeah. Paolo Mancini can come in here. Dwayne yeah. Gallagher working the sound. <laughs> do you know? Telling you, you do you do wonders. You do wonders. Well, wonders. Stevie wonders. Yeah. Yup, yeah, by yeah. The no, best sounding venue in the country is the Olympia Theatre. That is very the good best. Sound. That's because they have a big old dirty old EVPA. I think is this? No, maybe L acoustics now. You need a smelly this, PA. Go this on anyway. Is not. Good I don't. Podcast yeah, material. you didn't. No. Uh, let's yeah. move on. Uh, yeah, Stevie Wonder. Anyway, so he was playing the hits, uh-huh. and then he stopped. Right. And the DJ took over. Yeah, I heard that. So it's a bit like a wedding. Where you take the break <laughs> and you throw on a few tunes. Yeah. They played five or six tunes. The DJ played five or six tunes. Doing what, like? Just tunes. And, and, and there was fancy lights and it was a disco. And Stevie just sat there taking a break. Every now and again, he kind of bobbed the head around. Oh, he was still on the stage? Well, he was. Yeah. What the hell did he do? Five, five or six of his favourite songs. David Bowie, a bit of Michael Jackson. Right. Yeah. Big Tom. Big Tom, <laughs> the mainliners. <laughs> That's so weird. Why would they do that for a gig and make people, them still sit out there? Irish people were not happy. Yeah, that's not what we won't be used to that kind of No, 130 get euros for a ticket and you're listening to, you know... A DJ. It was, and then he gave every single one of the seven singers a wee little solo. No way. Yeah. Do you know why he's doing that, though? Because he's going, if I drag out enough time, I won't have to play Superstition tonight. Well, he didn't get there because he had to play Superstition. Oh, Jesus. That's very good now, in fairness. I did, enjoy, I did enjoy elements of it, I have to say. Yeah, but... Um, but the smells... What do you mean the smell? Oh, she was a warm night. Oh, Lord. Oh. Smell of arse, piss, what? No, just just sweat. Right. Lots of sweat. Yeah. And there was a boy behind me. Right. And I think everybody at home will identify with this sort of a fella. Okay. He'd be the fella at the, the big gig who loves the act. Right. And he's standing there and I'm six foot two. Yeah. And he's brought the woman with him and yeah. she's four foot eight. <laughs> right. He's instantly given out to anyone taller than her in front of them. Uh-huh. As in, could you step aside? Yeah, sorry, so he, let her see. Yeah. Well, why not get up on stage with her so? He you little bitch. insists on singing every song. Uh-huh. So he's flat out singing with Stevie. I uh-huh. can hear more of him than I can hear That's, Stevie. Oh, uh, that is so annoying. That is so annoying. Why would you be such a pig at a gig to do that to somebody? Now, there's only one gig that's allowable at. Go on. That's Damien Dempsey's gig. Oh, yeah. Everyone because sing everybody sings a Damien Dempsey's yeah. gig. Yeah. Yeah. But no, Stevie Wonder, flat out singing. And then when he wasn't singing, if Stevie was singing and it was a quiet song, what do you think he'd be doing? Go on. Shushing everyone. No way. Yeah. So, wait, now, I'm allowed to sing all I want, but yeah. when, when I decide that's not, I don't want to sing, you yeah. can't sing. Yeah. We had to move away from him. You, I, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Whoever, if you are that fella, if you think that's you, Get in touch because you're an absolute pig. <laughs> that is so vexing, man. People yeah. who do that shit. Yeah. Jesus Christ above. That was Stevie anyway. On the Wednesday morning, I made my Leinster House debut. Mm. Yeah, the big moment. Ray made it to TV before I did. I was. No. I was on telly. But yeah. no, it was a Rock TV. Oh, man, should that 
must have the guts of definitely a dozen people watching it. Yeah, well, look, if you're looking for me, if you want to catch up on, on my appearance on Rockless TV, it's season three, episode four <laughs> of Rockless TV. That's, that's what I'm on. <laughs> Explain to people what it was. Okay, uh, I was in... Uh, in in the Oireachtas, which is the um, government of Ireland, mm-hmm. uh, what they do is they do these little committees, committees, mm-hmm. and the committees discuss certain topics. And this particular topic was housing for people with disabilities. Lovely. And that's kind of along the lines of what I do in my day job. Yeah, that's your area of expertise. It is. And I was in there with the boss, and uh-huh. he was getting questioned by the TDs. Yeah. And it's on the telly. Why isn't there a ramp in that house? Kind of buzzes us. That's kind of it. Yeah. And how how many ramps have you put into those houses? Yeah, yeah. Was what the Jack dollars were looking. So looking. You, the houses up a dome and look, it looks like a theme park. Yeah. There's enough. <laughs> stop! Stop it now. We can't huh? go down this road. What more do you want from us? My name is Raymond McCandrew. <laughs> I've not just want to say that I have nothing to do with this podcast. But that was my big moment. I was in, I was in the Joint Directors Committee. Mm. Fair play to you. There was a big protest on outside and I was leaving. Why? For All what? about the beef. What are they pro to? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, they don't like the beef. They don't like the fact that they're getting rid of the beef. Have you heard about it? I've heard a little bit about the beef. Yeah, the beef. They're What's going buying in all the beef from uh, South America. With the fear of getting over political and trying to force agendas on people, what is your actual opinion on this beef? Can you see it from both sides? Are you a futurist, a conservatist, whatever they call them? I... Ooh. I know what you're... Just by the way you're humming and hawing, I know what your opinion is on it. Can we tell people who don't know about it what it is? It's basically an yep. agreement between the EU and a block of countries down in South America mm-hmm. called the Mercosur mm-hmm. Agreement. Yep. And it basically means that this opens up the old trade between the two places. 99,000 tonnes of cheap beef yeah, imported every year. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a load of beef cheap off them, which is going to upset all the Irish farmers. Uh-huh. Secondly, the EU is going to sell a ball of cars into South America and a ball of other stuff. Yeah. So the beef is going to take a hit, but other stuff is going to win. Yep. That's just the details I know of it. I'm not, I'll yeah. be neutral there now. Yep. I'm that's not very too, neutral. That's very neutral. Yeah. Yeah. So no. are we win somewhere? Yeah. Lose all the places. Well, listen, my question to that, Ray, is what are a bunch of beef farmers, generational beef farmers, going to do with a bunch of cars that are coming into Ireland? Why would there be cars coming into Ireland? You said that the, no, we're, sorry, we're selling sorry, the with the revenue, to, with the revenue of the cars that are going to come into Ireland. I'd probably keep, keep paying them the subsidies. Will they? Will it? Uh, probably. Is that the idea? I'd say that's what will happen as a result of all these uh, protests and negotiations. Yeah. There'll be some handy packages uh-huh. dealt out for the beef farmers here in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that has always been the case yeah. with farmers, which is why I would have a tendency to not have as much sympathy as a lot of people, but I do get it. You do get it. Let me tell you, if I could tell the EU, fuck off a wood. Tell them not fuck like the off. EU. I wouldn't be a big fan of the EU. Yeah, Brexit here. Loads of stuff that I agree with on the EU. I love the fact that when I travelled to Frankfurt with my friend Raybo, my 4G is working and it cost me nothing. And we met Aziz and we could understand and we what he said. Fucking bastards, mm. right? But what I don't like is the fact that they haven't a clue about what's going on in the west of Ireland. Mm. And they're trying to tell us, stop farming beef. You haven't a clue what you're at. And we're saying, come over and have a look and see what else we have going for us. Mm. They're saying to us, why don't you get into forestry? Or... You, why don't you, you know, get into IT? Like, you fucking tell a farmer to get into IT, you bastard. In your fucking suit in Brussels, I kicked the head of you. <laughs> that was the Listen, I'm very neutral. <laughs> I'm very neutral on this thing. Do you know what I mean? That would be my only issue with it. But I've got, I've told you both sides of it there. That makes, obviously, I've... I've I know. I shouldn't I've, have brought up Leinster House. It was wrong <laughs> of me. Listen. But we've educated someone, hopefully. Yeah, that's very, very educational. Very poorly. Listen, here's the thing. Me and you don't have a clue. So no. if you want to tell us something well, about us, tell us something about it. We want. We need to know what the ins and outs of that is. I have never been a beef farmer in my whole life. I, nor have I ever been in Brussels. And I've never sold a car. <laughs> Bless you. Now. <laughs> 
What a great way to end the political segment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you've ever sneezed in this podcast. <laughs> that was your first sneeze. Probably was. Uh, Probably was. Come on, anyway. Move on. I want to get on to a topic. I had to do sound for the Bingo Loco on Friday night. Oh, that feckin'. Are you familiar with Bingo Loco? Yes, I know. I Everyone's going to it again. It's marvellous. Listen. It looks like unbelievable crack. It is unbelievable crack. Um, from what I can see, it's a load of young ones doing bingo and then dancing to Westlife and drinking mojitos. Yeah. All right, there we go. That was bingo local, but ladies and gentlemen. Unbelievably messed up. Right, okay. Like, he gets so drunk at it. Yeah. And I don't know why, because you're buying the drinks. Did you go to it? Did I did, well, I had to. I was employed to be there. Right, okay. But I did a line or two. You did a line or two? Yeah. You'd pick a Coke or what no, was it? No, bingo. <laughs> oh, I get yeah, you now. Yeah. That was very right. staged crack there now. That wasn't staged at all. <laughs> so they had serious prizes at Bingo Loco. Okay. First prize was four cans of Rockshore. Oh, I tell you what, big money got into this. Big money. Four cans of Rockshore. Tickets were 20 euro now to go to see this now. And the prize is the price of four cans of Rockshore. Yes. <laughs> you paid 20 quid, you could just buy four cans of Rockshore. You could have. Well, you did have a few pounds left over as well. Yeah. Yeah. It was in Nanderson's. Uh, Bar and Grill there in um, and event center and event oh Anderson's tremendous events. tremendous event center no there in Sligo there at the weekend yeah. uh, Friday and Saturday night they did it they I was there the Friday copious tremendous events copious many 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 tremendous events yes so it was in there Friday night and I was there doing the sound the first night and I did the bingo right. next one was a bottle of Buckfast beautiful that did, is right up your alley didn't win that shit next was a bottle of Jägermeister which they're apparently sponsored by brilliant so the bingo local crew are sponsored by Jägermeister so third prize was more expensive than second prize probably. That is weird. Yeah, uh, but no, the prices are getting bigger. Because, like, four cans of Rockshore is about eight euro. Yeah. Right. A bottle of Buckfast, about 11 or 12 euro. Well, why is that second prize then? Oh, no, I'm going up. This, these are the prizes that happen on the night. It get The prizes get bigger as we go to the end of the night. Okay. Very, very, very confusing what, what you just said. You sorry. said the first prize. Oh, is... I'm with you. Okay. Do you know I what I can mean? see the confusion there. <laughs> Apologize. Yeah, because with bingo is bingo like you're doing the first line what are you going to win okay. four cans of okay, oh so that's why your reaction to the rock show was so big yeah I was like wait oh, a second I was kind of wondering why you were not bent out of shape yeah that okay keep going okay I get okay, it now okay you yeah I'm on yeah. your page. yeah the next one was a dildo <laughs> oh I'm telling you what near a funnier yoke than I ever see you throw it and it stick to the wall <laughs> it was class it was a big pink dildo did you win that I wanted to win yeah, it. Of course you did, man. You'd fiddle yourself. I won't lie to you. I was playing with it before the gig started. Of course started. you were, man. But it was great fun. You throw, it's like darts. You throw it at a wall, <laughs> and no matter which way you throw it at a surface, it'd land on the sticky side. <laughs> and it'd just lamp there. It's and like it, a cat. It was, no, it was very hard to pull it off. Now. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere, right? Now we're ticking. I mean, me and the DJ tried to pull it off. You tried for, to pull it off, oh, It'd take a good two or three minutes. <laughs> but you get really stuck, but you need a bit of lube now to get it. Now know. we're mm. ticking. Now yeah. we got somewhere. Yeah, the dildo was good crack. <laughs> the dildo was good crack. That's great. The dildo yeah. was good crack. And yeah. uh, anyone use it before the time was out? Well, you know, a dildo is not something you can sell secondhand or anything like that. Like, no, some lady won it. Right, and she was yeah. she was happy. She's probably enjoying it as we speak. Then there was also there was also debate about how one uses a dildo. Well, use yeah. right, but I didn't get into that. You. <laughs> You fucking did. No, I didn't. You did use it. I like to put, put it on the <laughs> fridge and then I back into it kind of. Uh. <laughs> That's enough. You have it there now. You nailed it. Yeah, well done, lad. You nailed yeah, it. Yeah, no, there was some people uh, in the in the grouping there at the end of the night as I was packing up the gear who were unsure as to why a dildo was even necessary. Why would you get one of them when you could just get a vibrator? That's what they asked. And I said, because there's a, you know, there's a hands-free element to it, you know? <laughs> You can put that, stick that to your, like a fridge magnet, right? Yeah. 
and grab the ankles and yeah. back into it. I tell you, Sean O'Reilly could hang his keys off it when he came home. And <laughs> <laughs> hanging it off the press. <laughs> anyway, after the dildo came a big, big cuddly bear puppy thing. Lovely. Bingo was his name-o. Bing- now. <laughs> and hard to think everybody had to get up and say, B-I-N-G-O. Yeah. yeah. So that that. Right. And then last prize was a trip to Madrid. Oh, okay, then... Now the shit it's got good job you said like this eighth prize was a trip to Madrid. <laughs> I would have been like, what the f Yeah. A trip to Madrid. Trip to Madrid, accommodation, flights, the whole lot. So it was definitely worth going. Yeah, de- yeah. Yeah. Two nights, so two lucky individuals won two beautiful dildos. And two other <laughs> two other individuals may have got trips to Madrid. Yeah, you would have still preferred the dildo, I think, you I, know, you heard. I'm telling you, if you if I and I should have brought one. If you could have got your hands on it. If I could have got my hands on it, but she's slippy. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Bingo Loco. That, it sounds unbelievable. They're doing it all over the place now. It's obviously one company, I presume, that's that's doing it. They're like the Bentley boys of bingo. Right. There's, there's a couple of crews out doing it. And are they doing bingo for all ages? Like, are they doing bingo loco and then going and giving a dildo out in the feckin' nursing home I, the next day as well? Well, they could do bingo out. Should dildos be good for old ones too? Jesus Christ. What's wrong with an old one? Uh, now, come here. Um, you have an event to announce. Yes. Kendi Raybo are doing another show, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Lily's Bar here in Sligo are doing something called Lily Fest. Right. They are doing a five-day-long festival based around the bar. They have some unbelievable shit going on. They're doing like a booze cruise. They're doing a gin cruise. They're doing a gin cruise? Yeah, they have, they're doing like Latin dancing lessons before their Latin night. They have loads of different stuff. It's five days of unbelievable crack. Right. Myself what's and the, Ray... What's the biggest act they have on? Now, myself and Raybo here are the biggest act they have on. Of course they are. We are kicking this thing off with a bang. So on Wednesday, the 31st of July at 8 p.m., Kendi and Raybo are hosting the Kendi and Raybo quiz, and all proceeds are going to Northwest Hospice. Lovely. So it's for charity. There is no tickets available for this. You literally have to turn up on the night. Right. Lily's is not the biggest bar in the world. So what are we going to do if more than like 12 people turn up? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Listen. It's it, a quiz we're doing, though. We are doing a quiz, myself and Raybo. So there'll be teams. There will be teams of four. Do you want them to come in their teams, or do you want come, them just to come and we we'll put in, them. Listen, no, come in your teams if you have one. Right? Come all over your teams if you have one. Right? <laughs> Get into Lily's early. We will be announcing a lot more of this, so keep an eye on our social medias. And go and search Lily Sligo, and you'll find out everything you want on Instagrams, on Facebook, the whole lot. We're kicking it off. Masev Raybo are going to write the quiz ourselves. It's going to be a, a home-written quiz. It's going to be a home-written quiz. It's going to be all kinds of uh, interactions in the quiz. And here's the big thing. If you are a genuinely a quiz goer, I would say maybe stay away from this one. Yeah, this is not going to be taken in any way seriously. Yes. As in that you will win. There will be prizes. I, th- I think the first prize is like 200 quid or some shit. Like There's what? loads of prizes. Yeah, savage. Like oh. uh, I don't know what the entry is. I'm going to have to figure that out. I think it's but It's like, happening on the 31st of July. It's happening on the 31st of July. Go search Lily's. We- we're going to be we're going to be talking about this for the next two weeks, lads. Yeah. So, I love the way you have to look at the watch there. Yeah. To figure out how many weeks we know. Yeah, the we have to write the fact of it. We're, it's going to be, for the next two weeks, we're going to be chatting about it. It's not going to be your normal quiz, probably. If you are a normal quiz goer, you're going to be vexed at the questions we are going to ask you. Right? But they will have answers. It's not going to be a piss take either. But just don't expect me to be asking you, how many years has it been since Mayo won the All-Ireland? That shit ain't going to happen. No. But you cannot buy tickets as far as I know. So you got to turn up on the nice and be ready. Have a team. Get in nice and early. And we are recording us for an episode of the podcast. We are? Yes, we are. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, we are. But so that, it's going to be... That's news to me now. Now, there now, we go. And you make out that I make all the decisions I in this know, podcast. Yeah, I know, but... Yeah, I, bitch. I took the initiative of doing this. We're going to record this and some of it will be used as an episode of the podcast. So it's because we're hoping there's going to be a good bit of crack in us. 
Do you think there'll be more than 10 or 12 there? I hope so. I hope, so <laughs> I hope there's more than 10 or 12. I'd say there'll be 10 or 12. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. Anyway, look, get down, we'll have a bit of crack in it. That's that's yeah. my big announcement. Also, Ray, I want to give a huge shout out to Stephen Horn. He roared out the window of a uh, Skoda Octavia today. Congratulations, Kendi. I That's said, nice. thanks a minute, Stephen. Boy. He said, I meant to get a shout-out for that. I said, there was fecking an undercurrent, so you say congratulations to me. You want to use me for a shout-out? A shout-out, Steve. Boy. Fair play to you. I have to apologise to you, Jaxie. What did you do? I have the last four minutes there. I yeah. was flat out trying to find something on my phone. Yeah. The next section of the podcast. Okay. The final section of the podcast. Okay, cool. Go on, what is it? I came across something at the weekend. Okay. That I had not been aware of before. Okay. So, in all my life, I didn't know this existed. Right. You're familiar with piercings? Uh, I have one. You have one? I do. Where? I haven't had me fucking me lower pierced. Oh, you do? It's not the gay ear either. That's what I was going to say. That's the gay <laughs> <laughs> Come here, would there be anywhere else you'd pierce? Uh, I wouldn't pierce. I wouldn't get the Prince Albert, though. You know what it is, though? Yeah. Do you, is that what you're about to show yeah. me? Yeah. The Prince Albert, man. You want, lads, what is wrong How with you? How did you know about a Prince Albert? You'd be pissing in three different directions. It's where you get the tip of the mick pierced up. Don't be showing me pictures of it, Ray. I get sick. Oh, my God almighty. Look at that. I, I can't look at it anymore. Look at it. There's a bar uh, stuck between. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Look at that one. Big balls. Uh. <laughs> and when I say big balls, I mean two big silver balls on the end of a bar that's put right through the flute gene. You'd have to sit down taking a piss. It'll come out every angle, man, but like a cartoon. It's mental. That is disgusting. Some people have the weirdest piercings ever, though. What about that one? Kind of oh. on the, on the shaft. Oh, my God, man. He'll cut the bell of himself doing that. <laughs> he won't have a head left on us. <laughs> you dirty <laughs> bastard. <laughs> I'm glad, no. I had a funny feeling that I hadn't seen them, maybe. <laughs> so, folks, for any of you wondering... Search Prince Albert Search Prince Albert No I'll explain it Go on Because I have The Prince Albert Is not Prince of Monaco Okay who's it Because when you look up Prince Albert That's the first thing you get Booked from Monaco Did he pierce his Johnson No you have to go Prince Albert piercing You have to be specific Okay The Prince Albert Is one of the most Common male genital piercings The Prince Albert Is a ring style piercing That extends along The underside of the glands From the urethral opening To where the glands Meet the shaft of the penis Oh my god That's disgusting I never heard of this how do people do that? You get nickel poisoning. People get their ears pierced, everything. The nipplers, they get the nipplers pierced as well. The nipplers? People get, so many people with nipplers pierced. God above. I was like, go on, what are we going to say? Sorry, it's just, I don't know, have we ever actually explained that, that effect, term of affection you have to your good lady <laughs> fiancé? We call Nicola a lot of different stuff. We call her nipple nerpola. Uh, she got the flu a couple of weeks ago, I called her sniffler. <laughs> She was going around the house like <laughs> You do call her Nip for short Nip is a good Yeah it was yeah. Derek that came up with Nipple by the way Yeah So th- thank you Derek Because that is stuck something fierce Yeah it does You know There's not a lot of people actually call her Nicola really Jesus actually it's mad to think that you're sitting there now engaged I know Jesus I don't know Do you feel different? Do you know what it is? It's it's overwhelming the amount of people that say Hey fair play to you mm. Do you know? It's the most likes I've ever gotten an Instagram post that's good. She was up on the far side at 8,000. No, it wasn't. <laughs> she was going to say. No, but it's great that people send you messages and they send you bottles of Prosecco. Keep sending the drink. Yeah. It's my favourite. So you'd rather that now than fellas shouting out the window of the cars? If I keep going, yeah, mm. but don't be shouting out the window of the cars at mm. me. If I keep going getting all these bottles of wines and Proseccos and champagnes, I won't have to get drink for the wedding. That's true. 
Sure, I suppose that's probably it, Razor. That's it. Listen, we love you all. Uh, Fair play to me for getting engaged. Fair play to Ray for making it a very special episode for Kennedy. Thanks very much. Fair play to me. Fair play to me. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck.